Singled In, a gathering place for single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in their 30s and 40s, also known as mid-singles. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Oliver. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about what it's like being a mid-single with disabilities or being a mid-single when you're on the spectrum. And tonight's Woo-hoo. guest <laughs> and tonight's guest is our friend Bradley Cobia. Bradley, thank you for being on the episode with us. Hi, thank you for having me. This is actually a really cool um, podcast beca- or a cool interview, I think, because Bradley was the one who approached me about this topic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And actually, I'd been wanting to talk about this topic like since we started. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm super excited for our episode tonight. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, um, I bet. I will also note it was Bradley's bir- Brad's birthday this week, so yeah, happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> so it's Thank a good time guys. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and do you prefer? Do you want to be called Brad, Bradley? Whatever you want. I don't. It I've, I've always known you as Brad, so, so that's fine. Call me Brad. <laughs> yeah, we'll be Brad. Most people just say Brad. It's it's what I'm used to, but I, I could care less what people want to call me. So yeah, sounds good. Cool. Some people call me worse things than that anyway. <laughs> Hey, you. <laughs> right. So, Brad, you're fairly a new member in the Mid-Singles Ward. That's right. Mm-hmm. How in long Las have Vegas. you been? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we live yeah. in Las Vegas. If our listeners miss that at some point, <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, tell us about what it's like being, how did you find out about the Mid-Singles Ward? So, I've known about it for probably a couple years, I think, now, um, but I just... Uh, haven't been too interested because I I'm disabled. Just we'll start with that. Mm-hmm. And um, Buddy, you might know him. Some people might know him as David David Wilkins. Yeah. Um, but I I call him Buddy because he's that's his nickname and that's yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's another he's another member in our ward. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's the one that told me uh, told me about it and I was like oh that's cool and then I wasn't ready at the time. I was still very much recovering quite a bit from the last surgery I had back in 2017. So I would, it took me a long time, like a few years to really get to the point I am now as in terms of strength. Mm -hmm. So I, um, wasn't too interested in going anywhere doing much. And then it was about, I think la- uh, sometime last year where I started coming to FHE and started trying to uh, start going to more mid-singles activities and things of that nature, mostly just FHE because Buddy would go there anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was going there for a while and I was mostly going to my home ward for the whole year, pretty much the whole year of 2022 but still going to FHE, and I really loved it. Mm. And I got a calling in my family ward, mm-hmm. but it wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything with it. I even checked with the person that was in charge, the chairman of the committee committee that I was part of, and uh, just nothing was really happening, and I prayed about it, and I was like, you know what? I think I need to join. Uh, once I found that they had Zoom, that was like the real turning point because uh, I can't always make it to church. Mm-hmm. Like I just physically am having issues a lot up until the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then I'm fine. I, I can, you know, have an evening. That's why FHE is fine. Mm-hmm. But like going to church occasionally, you might see me there, but it's going to be pretty rare. And I was like, yay, I'll watch it on Zoom. And so then I'm like, okay. Yeah. So an hour is doable for you, but like two or three hours, that's too much. That's too much toll on your body. Well, it's, it's, it's not so much that it's, it's more like my body kind of goes through some issues from the time I eat dinner, I guess would say until sometime after, um, like one. Mm -hmm. So I'm. Sometimes my body's like, no, don't go anywhere. Mm, (laughs) And other times it's like, okay, we're good. Let's go. Let's go do something. Then I tend to try to find something to do because I'm being disabled. I get bored pretty easily. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, tell us more about yourself um, generally. And also you can talk about disabilities as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
I'll just get I'll just dive right in then because that will help explain who I am as well. Yeah, there please, you go. Please do. So I was, you know, as, as they said, I was, I'm 43 now, just a few days ago. And nice. uh, if you could do the math, it was, I was born in 1980. Mm. And I grew up my first 12 years anyway in uh, Orem, Utah. And um, thing is, okay, so I was diagnosed with, I wasn't actually diagnosed with like autism or mm. anything. So my mom always tells me that when what the doctor said was i have some wires crossed mm. you know that i have cross wires because like okay because that's how they talked in that, the 80s in the 80s that's that they didn't have <laughs> autism wasn't really yeah a, it wasn't a thing they didn't have a label for it you know so that they, they just i guess that particular doctor just decided autism wasn't you know like it wasn't autism, it was cross wires. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm like, okay, so I'm just wired differently than most people, and that's a, that's a fun way to look at it, you know? And so then there's been a couple signs that, that suggest that I am on the spectrum, so I'm not 100% sure if mm-hmm. I am, but I have the little corks. Like, one of the things that's uh, autistic-like is going towards one thing and being good at that one thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i have done i've been able to do that three times now and that's with like getting real good at video games getting um good at computers was later on Mm -hmm. and that's assembling computers whatever you want to do oh cool like and hardware? Hardware and the software side of cool. it to a degree because I have trouble reading so it, I can't go too far with the software side of things. Mm-hmm. And then now, my big favorite thing to do, as people know, if, if you're in the mid-singles ward, you know this, is cooking, barbecue, all that kind of fun oh, cool. stuff. So mm-hmm. there's that. But But yeah, growing up... I would say the toughest thing about being having a learned disability of any kind mm-hmm. is just the endless torture. Like the kids are just ruthless. I had um, yeah. yeah. I had a friend, it was a couple friends actually, twins. Um one one of one of them was well it was Brandon and Brady and Brady and I were hanging out and we we were like so like Care Bears man like <laughs> we, we had our Care Bears and we were playing we both had the Sunshine Bear I think it is and and uh, we were playing around one day we were actually in his front yard and just hanging out doing whatever we were doing I don't remember too much about that um, but I, I do have incredible hearing his brother his older brother probably at the time was we were five. He was probably like 16 or mm-hmm. something like that. A teenager. Yeah. He, he was a good 10 years or more older. He was closer to my oldest sister's age. Uh, by the way, like Oliver, I was talking to him. I have six brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. And we're all two all all two years apart yeah so, anyway. nice and like me i'm the second to youngest and you're the second to youngest that's correct yeah i remember, oh, wow. I remember yeah. that conversation yeah we had a conversation about a month ago i think yeah it was. after so, adult religion yep yep so that so that was a fun uh coincidence so he he told him and i could hear clearly clear as day he goes don't hang out with kid he's retarded mm. oh like, that's so rude and um and that and that was the end of that and yeah. then after that they became awful kids and threw rocks at me and actually there was one time that they took these big rocks i freeze i i i don't know what i didn't know what to do either like when i was a kid i didn't have really the fight or flight type things like someone's attacking me i just stood there yeah. Mm, you know, interesting. Because that's just how my brain was just like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I, I've overcome a lot of my learned disability, actually. It's far more severe when I was a child versus how it is now. Yeah. You know? So as you got older, it got better? You had more control yeah, of it? Yeah, I was able to adapt and learn more of what's going on with my brain. And, mm. and I still... I'm more conscious of it now, too, where even now, as compared to when I was in my 20s, it's a big step up. Mm. So, Brad, you mentioned earlier about how um, with autism, even though it's considered a disability, usually with people who have autism, they have that one thing that they're really good at. Yeah. There's, for you, it's a, like computer hardware or like video games, correct? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I think like the savant or whatever yeah, is like really word. rare, right? Mm-hmm. But there is like also just the, what do you call it, like fixation on something? Yeah, like yeah, Like an yeah. interest, like a really yeah. strong interest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know they do the savant thing a lot in movies and TV shows and stuff where mm-hmm. someone's like brilliant. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's like a very small percentage of that, yeah. people on the spectrum. Yeah. As yeah. far as I understand. Yeah. That, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I do know a couple of people. One of them was in the was in the Young Single Adult Ward back when I was joining the YSA. And he was on the spectrum. Sweet guy. His uh, thing that he was really hyper-focused on was um, birthdays. Like if you if if I were to tell him what, what what day I was born, he could tell me like what what day of the week I was born. He was really good about like birth dates. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That's cool. Brad, you were saying things got a little better in, in terms of like the learning part of it. Is that just because of like formal education or getting a lot of like help and support as you were growing um, up? Or not actually. Um, it was just that I started picking up on things and started um you know trying to process things different i the biggest thing might have been helped me was the computer because um so i have trouble reading and then just being able to adapt around that is hard mm-hmm. you know but i manage somehow and uh, well i've and I've also gotten much better at reading than I used to be as a kid, but I'm still very far behind, like only like high second grade maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, interesting, yeah. So it's very low. And it's tough to like, I, I don't mind texting too much, but it, it can get a problem if it's a full-on conversation. Mm. I want to be on the phone. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, but texting what was I saying <laughs> yeah because if it's like a paragraph text then yeah. that's like overwhelming or it yeah. can be yeah. and, and luckily like oh yeah I remember now so there's a program that I've been using for 20 years because I haven't looked into trying to find a new program because I just I guess I don't care yeah, yeah. if it works it, it works, works right just yeah. fine it's 20 years old it still works it's <laughs> called read pleased 2003 that's how I know it's 20 years old and you just copy the text into and paste it into the box and push play and it reads it to you and it's sometimes it doesn't know emojis because it's before the emojis so so it just makes it says something weird when 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 it reads an emoji or something you know if there's an emoji copied and pasted into it it doesn't know what to say it's (laughs) funny so that's cool and then google's on your phone like you can just say i don't want to say but say like hey i'm gonna pause and then google Mm -hmm. and then you know whatever yeah you just say google read text messages or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh and then if as long as they're new then it will read them and also if there's like if like it's on whatsapp or something Mm -hmm. if there's but if there's pictures and then they put text into the bottom of the picture or whatever it's not going to read that it would just say so and so send a picture i'm like oh mm-hmm. great so now now <laughs> now you can't see the oh, picture yeah. <laughs> i can I, I i wait for it to read it and sometimes it's it's not it's not the best it's you know it's not the worst either yeah because you i then i'll find myself a lot of times going back and doing the website mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. whatsapp and then I just copy and paste it into that same program I mentioned mm. before. And, um, yeah, 
Um, so I was going to say, um, I just did accessibility training at work, like a full day thing. And there's like so much I never considered, like when you're typing up like a word document, like you have to use like proper formatting instead of just like spaces, space bars or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, because like a screen reader will read all those space bars or what, whatnot, whereas Mm. you like do an actual tab or like, anyway, there's this whole thing. Same with websites, like. There's ways you can make those much better. And images is a huge one because the screen readers can't read images. But if you do good alt text on the image, does that ever help? Like when there's like some sort of like image description? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's something I learned. I mean, this might be more for like uh, people who are blind or others who need like those mm-hmm. descriptions. Yeah, I never but, tried the, yeah. that, so I don't, I don't okay. know. Okay, yeah. Anyway, there's like... But, I have to look into some of that. Uh, yeah. I was actually, uh, it was, it's kind of interesting. Um, Tracy actually texted me today. If, uh, you know, uh, I forget her last name, actually. She's going to get mad when she hears me. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Tracy's another member in our ward, yeah. Yeah, Tracy's num- another member, sort of, in our ward. But actually, they're out now because they're engaged. Tracy and Rucky are engaged. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, she... I ended up talking to her on the phone because she was asking me about um, a client because she's a caretaker mm-hmm. and oh, okay. um, this caretaker wanted to um, play some games she could barely see, so she's mostly blind, I guess, is mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I understood. And she wants to play, I don't know how to explain it, these type of games like te- uh, um, not Tetris, but uh, Solitaire and yeah. things like that, you mm-hmm. know. I, I never heard of this called Pogo. I don't, I don't know. know that one. Yeah. Yeah. You heard of that? I heard of that. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and she's like, if you could help me find something on the computer. And I'm like, okay, I'll do a search. I found, I typed, I just decided to search Pogo mm-hmm. and it has like 50 little games on it. And so yeah. Yahtzee was on there. I was like, heck yeah. And I played mm-hmm. that round of Yahtzee today just to yeah. see how it works. So it sounds like technology has been really helpful for you at this time. Like it hasn't been a really big resource for you to like to have to better communicate and to better like to better function. I think so. Like that's the technology aspect is is definitely uh, it helps. It's it's a crutch, but it's a good crutch. Yeah. Like, you Mm. know, it's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Because that wasn't that wasn't a double to you when you were a kid. But oh, absolutely not. Yeah. You know, it's much tougher when you're. You no know, internet or anything like that you know back in the back when i was a kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. didn't have internet internet until i was like 15 or something 14 or 15 mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so that's weird to think about now like kids yeah. out there like always growing up with internet they they don't understand that but yeah, yeah. they're in elementary school and they have iphones yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's ridiculous but yeah growing up was an interesting thing like they would in these little classrooms you have you know maybe 10 or 15 students instead of like uh 30 or 40 or whatever the normal amount is because i don't really mm-hmm. never really been in i think once i was in normal class i just was more of not officially but mm-hmm. i went actually seventh grade was not fun for me or my family mm. that year um because we my dad got a new job i don't i think i don't know if he lost his job or whatever happened he got a new job and we ended up moving moving to a small town mm. called milford mm. and that was the nightmare town oh <laughs> yeah barely um barely like 1200 people or something living there so very small and the high school and junior high were our middle school or whatever you know seventh through 12 is what it was so it was all together and then they just had the elementary school for the littler kids Mm. so they only had special ed class for two hours until second semester then they had three classes Mm -hmm. but then it was broken up it was first and second period then you went to all these normal classes where, for me, I didn't understand anything. And so I'm just like, my head's down. 
and I'm sleeping or I'm drawing Bugs Bunny for the millionth time, which I'm not good at drawing, so all my Bugs Bunny drawings just look silly, but that's fine. <laughs> Uh, that was something fun that I wanted to draw for some reason was just Bugged Bunny over and over again. I never got any better at it. Yeah. <laughs> so drawing is uh, is my weakness, but yeah. <laughs> but I still tough. thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I did have um, my English teacher was really was really sweet because she, even though it was a normal education, she went in and found some little um lower grade type things yeah. and helped assignments that are at your assignments level. Yeah. that were more at my level at the time yeah oh that's cool so she was really cool she was one of the like three people that lived in that entire town that was actually good people and i tell you all the good people yeah. they leave eventually yeah yeah, and yeah. That's, yeah. that's a sad and thing. that's included with us <laughs> yeah <laughs> But that was an awful place to live because everybody in class, except for the girls, were just kind of neutral. Mm. All the boys would make fun of uh, make fun of me, and it's because I had a learned disability. Mm. You get singled out a lot, you know. Mm. Yeah. And middle school is already hard enough because yeah. like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. awkward. You're like it's your puberty stage, and then having to go having to deal with what you had to deal with, Brad. Like that just makes it even more difficult. Yeah, it it, it was tough because. I had one friend, and we would hang out and go to his house and play Nintendo or Super Nintendo or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if we had a Super Nintendo, actually, we didn't get it till I got it for that Christmas that year. Yeah. So it was nice. And so we'd play, but we'd play Nintendo, and he'd come to my house and play Nintendo. And then about uh, maybe six months later, all of a sudden, he stopped being my friend just for no reason. And mm-hmm. I had to believe that maybe peer pressure that somebody said mm. why do you hang out with that kid kind of thing like what happened before yeah you know mm. and then we and then we moved away we came here okay we came and, to vegas yeah yeah we were actually like actually what happened was my dad got a job in Pahrump. this is kind of a funny story <laughs> got a job in Pahrump, and we moved in we were moving into the house and we didn't want it's a small town there at the time especially then mm-hmm. it's growing much bigger now but um definitely be much better than Milford at least they have fast food (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so anyway uh we we got three quarters of the way unpacked U-Haul almost empty and my dad sent my two older siblings my sister Sarah and my brother Aaron out to the school to check it out to see you know because we did not want to repeat at all yeah Mm -hmm. and they came back with their report, like, there was maybe five other kids that were like us, that were, you know, and mm-hmm. the rest were just, you know, they seemed real, like, another repeat type thing, like, mm. real cycles, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, small town vibes. Yeah. yeah, and so, he's like, okay, we're packing up, we're moving back to Utah, I'm like, yay, <laughs> I like it there. And then, so, on the way, we had to stop here and uh we got a hotel and we had only lived in Pahrump for two days mm-hmm. so that was that's my whole thing is like it was we lived I get to say I lived in Pahrump for two days <laughs> <laughs> nice so then um my aunt Linda said oh there's a really big there's actually a really big uh LDS community in Las Vegas. Yeah, in Sin City of all places. Yeah. So we were like, okay. We looked at and then we looked at a few houses and we landed on one and we rented it for a year and then my parents uh, bought a house that was brand new and that's the house that I currently live in. I've been nice. in and out of for several years because of different things. and Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, and you're, so, yeah, and you're still here. Like that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm st- and, and have been here ever since. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Okay, so obviously as an adult now, something people are nicer. Maybe like what's that? Oh yeah, yeah. how you is know, that different? Yeah, it's very different as an adult, and when you're also physically disabled, mm-hmm. I don't know how people can tell, but people can tell that I am physically disabled whether i'm driving in the little scooter 
at the grocery store or mm-hmm. not. And I always wonder if I'm driving the little, like, you know, scooters they have with the carts on them and whatever. If mm-hmm. I'm driving that around, I always wonder if they think I'm faking or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that kind yeah. of thing. I um, oh, wonder yeah. if they... But I think, I think, like, if... But, for those, you know, everybody listening, I have what's called a pick line on my arm, and you can see, you can see it. It's mm-hmm. visible, so I think people see that, and um, and then they also, I don't know what else, what other tells there are, but they 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 know that I legit, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, have a problem. Yeah, I've had people come up and say, um you know, God bless you or something like that, you Cute. know, you know, <laughs> do you like that? Or is that, do you not it's want fine. to be singled it out? It yeah. doesn't bother me at all. Really. <laughs> like, like it's kind of sweet when people come up to me and say, Hey, you're doing great. Like I had someone just random stranger say, Hey, you're doing great. Just uh-huh. hang in there. You know, <laughs> that's really sweet. Like, yeah. They have no idea what's going on with me, but they're like, yeah, you're doing great. And then, you know what? I love, I have to tell you guys, I love our ward, the mid-singles ward that we're in. I, I absolutely love everybody in the ward is so nice to me. Um, you had a good experience being welcomed. Yes, absolutely. Oh, like, all awesome. you guys, um, Jeff. <laughs> Oliver's great. <laughs> Oliver is, is awesome. Yeah. And, and Lindsay, I just barely met Lindsay. So, I know, I kind of fly so, under the radar. <laughs> so, uh, I've seen her a few times. I've seen her around. Yeah. But, you know. And, um, you're saying Jeff so, is great. So Jeff is, and Jeff was cool. You know, and Tra- 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 Tracy was the one that was really welcoming me mm-hmm. into the ward. I, I felt really, she's so kind uh, to everybody. She's like one mm-hmm. of the kindest people I've ever met. Yeah. Tracy has a really good loving spirit about her. Yeah. I, I love it because now, you know, when my parents are out of town, I, I rave, no, and I don't really have a rave. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but I get, you know, I try to do a barbecue and invite a handful of people, like a good 15, okay. 15 so you're pretty... or 20 people or so. I love cooking for people. So oh, if you cool. want me to come and cook for you, I'll come. Co- I'm serious. <laughs> like I will, I will come and cook for you if you're like, hey, what am I going to do for dinner? Well, let's have Brad over and just have him cook dinner for you. Like, yeah. he will do it. There was one FHE during the summertime. I remember, I think this is my first time meeting you, Brad, but you were cooking the hot dogs and the hamburgers. And I think that was my first time oh, yeah, meeting yeah, yeah, you. Oh, yeah, 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 at the pool. At the I was pool. at a pool party, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, right. yeah, like, Brad was I more loved, than willing to hop in and, like, take I care of business. I loved it, yeah. I volunteered. I was like, if you guys want, I'll, I'll cook it. And this first time, I was like, I, was like, I just came and I... Well, didn't know what to expect, and I uh, just got some spices out of their spice rack, and I'm like, okay, now let's do this thing. <laughs> but then I made I the second time I brought my own blend that I like to do, especially on burgers, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually made a new one for my brisket last night because I don't know her name, but that. Do you know Sarah with the curly hair, the blonde curly hair? Oh, yeah. In the yeah. ward? Sarah yeah. Sarah Torgerson? I don't know. Well, she has glasses. Curly yeah, hair yeah, glasses. glasses. Yeah. I don't know her it's last like red name. red or no? Blonde hair. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, but yeah, it's probably Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it is Sarah. Yeah, you, you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about, Oliver. So she said, she had mentioned that time at the barbecue that um, she asked me if there's any kind of onion because she's allergic. And I'm like, oh, okay, so... When I, when I invited her to the party, I remembered that. I was like, hey, um, I'll make sure I make a new rub so that it doesn't have onion powder because my normal barbecue rub has bar- has onion powder in it. Mm-hmm. So I just, initially I was just going to make my normal rub without it. But I was like, nah, I'm going to make something new. So yeah. then I did. So That was nice of you to do that for her. Yeah. yeah I, did. I don't want her to get sick. <laughs> that is a good quality, you know? being able to um, remember people's, like, dietary needs. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm bad at that, but my old roommate, Jessia, was always really thoughtful with people's dietary needs. She would always be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. And yeah. I will say it's also good quality, um, and especially helpful as a mid-single, I think, to be kind of outgoing like that and willing to plan some parties and invite people to things. Yeah. Not everyone's, like, up for that because of their personalities or whatnot, but... Mm-hmm. It certainly helps in terms of making some friends. Yeah. 
do you work now or I don't I uh-huh. you know I, I I did work a lot um back in my 20s before yeah. I and then I I got cancer oh I see and then I um be that's when I became not as disabled as I am now, but more you know, so a physically. little, yeah, a little more to where I can't really work too much mm-hmm. because the main thing was I could have if I could read, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was more the that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so what I, do you like to do um, with your time besides cooking for people? I was right. cooking, and then I love playing video games, and then I'll watch TV, and I try to just get uh-huh. out and do other things, you know, as much as possible. I like doing the... That's why I liked coming... Started coming to the ward uh-huh. was because I wanted to do FHE. I wanted to start getting out more because mm-hmm. I was uh-huh. tired of being cooped up in the house yeah. all the time, you yeah. know? That is one of the great things about our ward is that we have a lot of different social activities. And you, yeah, and you do show up to those activities, right? As much as I can, because yeah. I, I can't always drive all the way across. I can't drive really across town, especially right now with my current car. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then also, I get concerned when I drive that far, because if I all of a sudden have a problem health-wise, then all this, and I can't drive, then what do I do? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's why I usually get a ride with Buddy or, or if oh, cool. somebody else can give me a ride to the religion class, I go more often. Mm. I can't go because I don't have a ride there. I see. Mm. Do you want but, to tell us your, about your podcast with Buddy too? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, it's called Rambling On. We talk about... Uh, video games music and television so far we have three episodes mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to find so just find me on facebook um and then it usually there's a link there a couple links there and i i, I will post every episode and cool. uh I, did i say there's already three episodes you did, yeah. yeah star wars prequels um kevin conroy's batman mm-hmm. and uh Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. And coming soon is not the new Super Mario Brothers movie, but the old one. The, we the original. We wanted to have it out earlier, but I wasn't feeling well. And so I didn't get it out in time. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's, it's a lot of work podcasting. That's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Editing's the hardest it part, is, in yeah. my opinion. The <laughs> longest. Most it takes tedious. a while. Yeah. And it's very tedious, too. So yeah. For sure. So, Brad, here you are now as a mid-single in the mid-singles ward. Mm-hmm. What is some advice that you would give to others when it comes to um, befriending other uh, members who might have disabilities or who might be on the spectrum? Just be cautious when you ga- uh, gauge them. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you look at somebody and it's very clear that they have the mentality of maybe a five-year-old, then, you know, talk to them like that if it's clear to you Mm -hmm. you know talk to them like they're five because that's obviously how their mental level so so i would start with talking to somebody like like you normally would with anybody else Mm -hmm. and gauge it Mm -hmm. and and see you know how they react and if they are having trouble you know coming up with an answer or you can tell that they, or they don't really answer you. They just make a noise or, and then you start to realize, okay, this kid is on the spectrum. You can sometimes tell when they're that low um, by looking at them. You know, their their features are maybe a little different. Yeah. You know, than, a, than the average person. Neurotypical, yeah. But the average person, you know, but. If you can't tell off the bat, then just talk to them like a regular person, like you would anybody else, and try to see, you know, and just do a conversation with them and find out, figure out where you think their level is, and then just go to that. Mm -hmm. And then... Meet them where they are. Yeah, meet them down where they are, or, you know. And other thing I would say is, like, Maybe if you realize they are on the spectrum, then maybe try to find an interest that they like a lot. Mm-hmm. 
mm. and then you can talk about that and they'll open up more I've mm. noticed yeah I like that and find that common ground yeah, yeah or find, something they're interested that's, in that's that's yeah. really the key is like they'll um, being in a in, in a see uh, eventually they they put me into resource classes mm-hmm. they they had me in the severe class and i was in that for the you know i still had the first period and mm-hmm. then the rest of the day was resource classes but that didn't start until 11th grade yeah mm-hmm. so being around all these different kids with different learning disabilities and mm. things like that yeah you learn w- a lot was very helpful to me too i could see what it was like for other people that mm-hmm. are more severe than I am, mm-hmm. especially since my 47-year-old teacher claimed to be 34. And <laughs> and then one day he, he was talking about his daughter, and I go, so how old was your daughter? How old is your daughter? And, and, I, and he said something like 28. 26 or 28 mm-hmm. or something like that i was like 28 i was like hold on wait a sec oh. so you were like, able to calculate i was like 29 30 31 32 wait you were so well i i after i did the math slowly in my head like that i say hey mr mike i have a i have a question you're 34 right and he goes yeah and i go you're a liar, man. <laughs> and I said, something like that, you know? Yeah. And I go, dude, so that means you had your kid when you were five? <laughs> or six or whatever it is? I don't know. I, I still can't oh, do math. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But like, I was like, yeah, I go, that's weird. Anyway, you had kids when you're six, I guess, or five or six or whatever. But uh, I guess it happens. No, no, it doesn't. You're older. That's funny. <laughs> and he's like, Congratulations, you're the first one to figure that out. Wow, that's, that's impressive. In <laughs> all the years that he's been doing it. <laughs> that's funny. Have you seen that show, um, Love on the Spectrum, by chance? No, I have, I've heard of that, and I kind of want to watch that. I'm curious, yeah, what you think would think about it, because it's yeah. people on the spectrum I'll, and dating. I'll have I to really let you love know. it. I'll have to let you know. Yeah. yeah. I did hear about that, and I keep forgetting I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mind I, telling yeah. us a little bit about uh, about dating on the spectrum or okay like yeah um, yeah that's tricky it's interesting because you go to high school and you see all these really pretty girls and you want to go out with them and you go up to them and ask them out and they say no because they they know what's going on they, they know who you are they can you know I don't know what they Oh, he's one of those kids. He's sitting in that, but you know they, you know, so they know who they. But the, but this one sweet girl, I asked her out, and she she was very very sweet about saying the way she said no, and that was and that was one thing I would advise is like if you don't, if you don't want to, if someone asks you out, be kind. <laughs> just be you know kind and let them know really kindly, but. Yeah, be gentle about it. It ends up being a thing where you have to kind of find, you have to dig around kind of and, and find somebody that's... That you connect with? That, that, yeah, that you kind of connect with. And it's hard because sometimes I just stumble across somebody and like, and then I ask them out. Like uh, in the, when I was in that program I spoke about earlier at Botech, the, the PACE program, she was on my level so Mm -hmm. you know and i asked her out she was my girlfriend for a little while and and her name is amy she's a sweet girl and and i would drive her and take her to uh take her out on dates and things like that and it was all about just like I think it's pretty much the same as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to find somebody and then just try mm-hmm. to talk to them, and that's the hardest part. Is like having the confidence to go up and finally say, "Hey, do you want to go out?" Yeah, you yeah. know, and and that's scary for everyone. <laughs> and uh, I was in competition with this other kid in my class that wanted <laughs> to date this girl. And, oh. 
There you go. And it was kind of a back and forth. She did end up date. I don't remember who dated her first, if it was him or me, but we both dated her. So <laughs> that was funny. Um, that was, and but we're we were still friends at all at the same time. The three of us were the highest in the class. Yeah. So it was Jimbo. I call him. We called him Jimbo. His name was Jimbo. We called him Jimbo. Mm-hmm. And then we had Amy, and then it was me. And we were the highest in the class for sure, just the highest functioning. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I I don't want to my own horn, but I was probably the strongest worker there because yeah. I went in and I was like, that the chef that was the boss. Mm-hmm. When we go do the 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 that school has a restaurant. You can go there and eat. Pub mm-hmm. the public can go there while the school's open. And it's really good food, actually. Yeah. So mm-hmm. go check it out during the school hours. It's really good. But we would get ready and do the dishes or whatever after or before or whatever it was. And I think it was after. So we did all the dishes after the service, the lunch service. And Chef Kane, he goes, can you do these by yourself? Because so-and-so, because so-and-so is not here today because they were sick. You know, because and he knew that that person was sick. I knew the person was sick, mm-hmm. and we need to. And I was like, I, yeah, I think I can handle it. And it's like, let us know if you need help. We'll come help you. But uh, he, I think he was testing me. It's like, or maybe I volunteered to say I, I can handle this myself. If you want to have some, have uh, you know, Nick or whoever it was with me, go help help you guys out. Yeah. And so. I knocked out all the dishes probably just as fast or faster than um, two people usually do. So it was pretty cool. He was impressed. He's like, wow. And then I was the first one. How it works is you don't just stay there the whole year and then you graduate. And what happens is they help you learn working like skills for for working in a job. And then they they have... Yeah, job opportunity, yeah. And then they have a company come in and and they help you find a job. And then they help me got in, uh, get into um, Outback Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I worked there for about a year. Then I went on my mission. I came back and I got back my old job. And I was working there another year before I moved on. And once you got get a job, that's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You graduated. I was the first one to quote-unquote graduate from that program so yeah i was very proud of myself that i was able to succeed it was um it's cool cool uh was there any other stories you want to share about dating or do you want to talk about your um experience yesterday or what would be most important like you know actually i i i will um I was thinking about talking about my experience yesterday, but I, I don't think it's necessary. Okay. But I think I do want to share a quick story Go ahead. about my nephew. Mm-hmm. So my nephew is autistic. He also suffered some brain damage because unfortunately when he was about three, I want to say two or three, he nearly drowned. Mm-hmm. We almost lost him. So it was really, really touching and sad. That, But it was, I, I thought this was really cool. So... I'm not sure yet, and I won't know until he's older, if he's more severe than I was or not. Mm. Or if I was more severe. I could have been. In some ways, probably was more severe Mm. than he is now. But it was fun because we we played chess, and he actually understood the basic rules and how the pieces moved. And... It was really, I didn't have a lot of time. So I I kind of beat him quicker than I wanted to. But I also, I don't believe in letting kids win. You know, I want them to beat me. Mm-hmm. My other nephew that's his brother can beat me sometimes if I'm not thinking about my moves, thinking clearly or whatever. If I don't, he actually makes me work for the victory. Yeah. But more with Cooper, my nephew, the autistic one. Uh, Cooper, he, it's more of a learning experience for him, and I try to teach him. But 
I was gonna start talking about like he was see what happens. I was so I was quiet. And then if he made a bad move, I was gonna be like, no, you might not want to do that. And I was thinking in my head, he might do this bad move, and I'm gonna have to tell him, don't do that because of this. And but, but he already out loud he goes, but I better not do this because if you do that, if I do that, then, then you'll do this, blah blah blah. And he has a couple of uh, different possibilities already worked out yeah. in his head, and I'm like, he's already thought ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like. Wow. Yeah. It surprised me and I was very I was it was it was a fun moment and it's really interesting and fun to uh play with him. He's a very uh he can be very disruptive and very very rambunctious and occasionally one time when he was younger he just randomly for no reason just runs up and punches me right in the kid like in the side almost where the kidney is and i'm like oh it hurt and like that kid can hit hard but it was it's something else that kid and i love you know that's one of the things i love is i love being an uncle yeah it's like i can't have kids myself oh yeah and it's something i'll I'll, i've already i've already accepted I, I'm not gonna have my own kids in this life. Mm-hmm. Might one day and another. I had stepkids yeah. for a little while uh-huh. in my previous marriage, and yeah. Um, yeah um, so it, those are learning experiences for me to see him and how he adapts and learns and was able to figure out if hey if I go this way on the chest, mm-hmm. if I make this move. I love that. So I yeah. I love seeing people grow and develop and it's be, it'll be interesting to see because I've I've heard people say like oh he reminds me of Brad. Not uh-huh. not in an aggressive way like he I'm not I wasn't aggressive like him. No. Yeah. But um in the terms of how I learned mm-hmm. and just he's he's a cute kid I yeah. that's so special there you see a lot of potential and a lot of hope for his future oh i absolutely do because like when i i'll say this one last thing <laughs> but <laughs> uh, uh my mom was you know uh wondering what was going on because i wasn't de- developing or i wasn't normal yeah. let's say you know and didn't know about the learned disability thing and the doctor more or less she was coming home every day that she went to this one female doctor saying that oh he's not he's not gonna amount to anything mm-hmm. she said to him to my mom that i'm not gonna amount to anything so she was crying every day so she switched doctors and that guy's like he didn't say like no, this guy's the limit, but you, he's like, you never know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like that kind of bet, more, bet, just just a better all-around attitude mm-hmm. towards the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, if I ever ran into that doctor now, I'd be like, yeah, in your face. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm probably smarter than you when it comes to computers. So. <laughs> there you go. So that one doctor put automatically like put limitations on you. Yes. And then yeah. another person said, no, don't put limitations on him. He has he has the potential mm. to grow. I love yes. that. That's and like. I lo- I lo- yeah, it was it was good. I wanted. I, I'm glad that came up because I wanted to to share that. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like what God does for us. Our heavenly yeah. parents, they can easily see that potential in us and hopefully they can help yeah. us see that in each other yeah it's really cool so yeah, yeah. Oh, i love that it's well, been fun having you yeah and we're yeah. so lucky to have you as a member in the mid singles work because it definitely you know makes it gives our word more diversity gives our word more experience mm-hmm. yeah it makes I, us a more well-rounded work. i appreciate that you know mm-hmm. and, and i and i love you know everybody mm-hmm. that's been in the ward, you know, mm-hmm. so far. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's I feel like... A few exceptions, probably. I don't know. <laughs> there always is. There always is. <laughs> I will say, this episode has just been reminding me, like, if I don't understand somebody, then I just need to get closer. Like, I just yeah. need to get to know them. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's really a, all yeah. it is. is it, talk to them and just try to figure out, again, like, before gauge. You know, mm-hmm. just gauge them out, you mm-hmm. know? 
and, uh, and maybe even ask like and, and don't be yeah don't be don't actually be afraid yeah to don't ask, be afraid you yeah. know like well, how, any kind of questions you might have yeah how can I be a good friend to you or what do you need from, you know yeah yeah but just be careful not to like overdo it like right. you know don't don't come on don't be too strong about like that's true you know because the things I say today I I don't like I've you know, I'm disabled and all that. I don't share them because I want pity. Like, I don't... Yeah. You, know, that's you don't want the to be main, babied, yeah. Nobody, no, no, nobody wants that. Mm. You know, they don't want to be pitied and they don't want you to... The last thing they want is to be treated like... Yeah. They, uh, mentally... Like, what we are, yes, we are mentally challenged and we do have learning disabilities, but we don't want to be treated like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you're not lesser you know? than. Yeah, yeah, we want to fall into the, the nor- you know, we mm-hmm. want to be on the same level. It's like I told my my parents, I'm like, when it was t- getting closer, my dad wanted to keep me uh, going to school. And I was like, no, I want to graduate when I'm supposed to. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, as long as I did the work, mm-hmm. I want to graduate the year I'm supposed to. Because when you're in special ed, you can go until you're like mm-hmm. 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, not going to happen. Good thing it didn't because I would have had cancer at the same time being in school. Like, oh so, yeah. I feel so like there's I a d- lot more stories we could hear yeah, from there's you. Like, there's, so much, there's, there's so much more. So if you yeah. ever want to yeah. uh, have me on again, we can always do that. You yeah, know? lots of angles we could take. There's, um, a, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, marriage, cancer, lots of big, yeah. big yeah. things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've already learned so much from from this episode so it really has been yeah a, a good learning experience for me for sure i feel like what you were just saying too brad reminded me of julia's episode we had a while ago julia yeah, Graves. yeah yeah um she just talked about she has a physical disability yeah and she just talked about wanting to be treated like everyone else yeah and like don't make it weird like that was yeah. kind of like yeah. the point yeah, of it that's you know? what I, yeah yeah and i like that too and i, I feel this exact same way with uh-huh. our learning dis- with learning disabilities that's yeah. what and if they 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 may not be able to uh articulate that mm-hmm. you know and that's why i wanted to come on the show t- today is mm-hmm. so I could kind of be a voice piece for people mm-hmm. that maybe don't know how to articulate and say, "Hey, listen, I want you to talk to me like mm-hmm. I'm a normal human being." Like some mm-hmm. they and maybe they can't talk like that, mm-hmm. but that's fine. You just talk to them the best you can. Yeah. Like I said, if if they're real low, then yeah, you can you can go down to their level. Yeah, make some adjustments, yeah. You just have to adjust on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? There's no harm in making adjustments, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and kindness, lead with kindness. Yeah, I like that. Kindness and uh, openness, I guess. Willingness to yeah. Listen. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks again. Yes, thanks, yeah. Brad. Thank yeah. you for having me. It's awesome.